Halo. This is Robert Holly and Andre Irving. And um we're just uh sitting and chatting about just growing up in New York. Uh what I didn't know until you know I started going out of New York or really really the tri-state area that um what we had here our channel 11 here was WPIX and uh WPIX was evidently a superstation and uh that meant that it could be reached in like different states and whatnot and so um you know before everybody or before cable was as accessible everybody had cable you had 59,000 movie channels Right. Uh, and all the choices you have now before the Netflix and whatnot. We had good old WPIX Channel 11 here in New York and the WPIX movies. So uh, we sitting around, and, you know, just reminiscing about it and just some of the, the crazy movies that we probably were too young to see in the theater. Nah, that's how I saw The Exorcist. <laughs> right, right. The Exorcist. Thank you, WPIX, for <laughs> keeping me up at night. <laughs> And then uh, even here in New York, uh, Channel 11 did uh, the the marathon every new year uh, of all the... Honeymooners. The honeymooners. Oh, my God. Yeah, at night. And then uh, they would do the marathon of uh, the Twilight Zone yep. every new Year's, And they would cap it off with the, the Twilight Zone movie. Uh, but today we we're actually talking about just some of those movies that probably wouldn't get mentioned in any other uh, podcast that we've done. And so I, well, the first one that comes to mind for me is uh, They Live with Roddy Rod Piper. And, uh, Keith David, a.k.a. Goliath. Keith David was in that one, too? Yeah, Keith David. Keith David was uh, the, the counterpart. He was our direct co-star. So Yo. Was, yeah, Roddy Piper and Keith David. And so Keith David, I mean, he's he's just been around forever. So that's back when I didn't even know his name was. That's what it was. He was just one of those dudes, that that black dude in whatever, whatever movie. Kind of like Joe Morton was until uh, outside of the black community, at least. Um, until, uh, what was it? Terminator 2. Yeah, Miles Bennett Dyson. <laughs> Miles Bennett Dyson. Creative Skynet. The end of the world. <laughs> so let's let's do they live. So they live. Give us a a breakdown of what that was about. A day live is a another piece of wonderful alien uh, comedy horror. In this case, though, was it a comedy? It was. It was. It had some humor to it. It did. definitely had some humor to it. Um, by uh, Mr. John Carpenter, though. So this is John Carpenter back into the mix. The man did got into a lot of different things. He doesn't get a lot of credit for it, but he's got a lot of classics under his belt. But with They Live, uh, the wonderful Mr. Roddy Roddy Piper, Roddy Rod hey, Piper, heyday of his WWF career. This is before it was called WWE, WWF. <laughs> um, they were basically there was an alien invasion, and the aliens were impersonating humans, and you could not tell who was who without. A special pair of sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so the sunglasses were allowed to help you tell who is who, so you can you know deal with whatever you had to deal with. It was a very very interesting, very very awesome film. Highly recommend that you see it for especially for those that are 
into something a little little weird. Well, a little, I mean a lot. <laughs> Matter of fact, a few years ago when we were at New York Comic Con, did we see a poster that had like damn near every movie you would ever see on WPIX? Like it had it was just like eighties, it was a eighties nostalgia poster. And so they had like they live references, they had Robocop. What else? You know what I'm talking about? You remember that poster? It was like the, this past Comic Con? No, I don't know. This was years ago, but it was like the backdrop was like um, 42nd Street, and they had like They Live, Robocop, uh, what else? Gremlins, Goonies. It was just a, a 80s nostalgia poster. You remember that, Jay? No, I don't necessarily remember it, but it, I wouldn't put it past them because, um, because another thing that these sunglasses allowed you to do with They Live was you were able to see like the hidden messages that the aliens were putting onto billboards and into TV shows. So that's also for those that are like to wear those clothing that's nice and funky with Obey. That's where it came from. Really? Yes, sir. They Live. They came from They Live. So how'd the Andre the Giant component come into that? With regards to Obey? Yeah. Uh, that on the Andre the Giant angle, I'm not necessarily. Oh, was that just? Sure. I know Shepard Fairy. That, that's all Shepard Fairy's thing, but yeah. Um, I guess he just threw it in there. There's a art. There's a actually a documentary on that. But uh, okay, I didn't know that. I did not know that. So I'm looking at a list of just old things that used to pop up on WPIX. Uh, so we got Blue Steel. Do you remember Blue Steel? I do remember Blue Steel. What was that one about? I don't remember what it was about. Okay. I remember I remember it happening. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 1990s Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis movie. We also got a whole bunch. I see a whole bunch of Lou Diamond Phillips. I see him all through this thing. <laughs> La Bamba? Yeah, La Bamba. <laughs> La Bamba. The first part of Power is one. Dennis Quaid's pictures popping up on this a whole lot. Something uh inner, inner space, space. Yeah. yeah. I remember inner space. Inner I, space was awesome. What was that about? That's when uh he got shrunken down and sent into a human body. Yes, 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 yes. I remember that. Also talking about getting shrunk, honey, I struck the kids was all over that one. Um then honey, I blew up the kids. Honey, I blew up the kids, which that was a dope sequel too. We were talking about that earlier about just like <clears throat> these sequels that enhance the original movie. Yeah. And that was a good one. Like, I, I, I always felt like the way a sequel should be judged is if it enhances the first one and makes you actually want to go back and rewatch the first one. And uh, Honey, I Blow Up the Kid is definitely one of those. Uh, what else used to pop? They used to do Terminator, like Terminator 2. They did the first Terminator a bunch. Terminator 2, like at that time, it was still relatively new because we are talking about the 90s right now. Right. So it wasn't. It didn't really get that wide distribution on TV yet because it was still fresh. They were still kind of milking the video and VHS kind of thing. But I feel like once it finally did, like WPIX did that thing where it was like it was on all week. So it was like 8 o'clock every night, not just 8 o'clock. Because you got to remember, this is before... The WB. So this is before they even had a network. So that was their network. Like that was their counter program into network television was the movie. So you knew that's where you could go and watch the movies. But um, I, I, I vaguely remember. And then it was crazy because what they would do is during the week at 8 p.m. You would have a different movie. And it would go from the 8 to 10 slot because then you have the 10 o'clock news. And then they have the late movie. 
and then they would have the late movie, but then they would reshow all of those movies in order. Well, not really the late one, because the late one might have had a little bit more risque content in it. But they would show everything over again on the weekend, movie by movie. So it would be like the Saturday morning cartoons. What was the... Soul Train. <laughs> and then oh, yeah. After Soul, after soul yeah, Train. That's definitely where I got my Soul Train fix. <laughs> Thank you, WPIX. Right, WPIX. And then it would be... Um, soul Train. No, because they didn't really... They didn't even have cartoons on the Saturday morning cartoons until the WB came out, Kids WB. I think the only big block that I remember from then in terms of their cartoons is when they started pulling in like a... The Fantastic Four and stuff. Because remember, was like Sundays. Yeah, it was Sundays. Mm-hmm. So what? Saturday morning cartoons? No. Uh, well, no. Wait, I'm lying. Superman the Animated Series was on there. That was WB. Yeah, yeah, they were WB at that time. Yes, yeah, so that wasn't WPIX. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Kids, I don't think WB. WB didn't premiere until like '98, and Kids WB didn't really come out until like '99, 2000. Or. Mm-hmm. Wayne head and all of that, but <laughs> Wayne head <laughs> with his boot, right? But that's once they started doing network programming because before, again, when it was WPIX, but even talking about like the cartoon blocks, and we got to do another episode on Saturday morning cartoons, most definitely for sure. Um, but like the big, the big ones were what Fox Kids, NBC, they were the first to stop showing their morning cartoons at CBS. I think that was it. Those ABC two. had us because remember when ABC, ABC had yeah ABC, ABC had uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep, that they Sonic might have Sonic the Hedgehog. Them and <laughs> them and uh, so it was the big four, but I th- I felt like ABC at the time and who is it? Um, Fox Kids had like the the stellar lineups. But anyway, that's another episode. So going back to WPIX. So what else did we have on WPIX? Indiana Jones. Yeah. Always. Yes. Uh, so what's your favorite of the Indiana Jones flicks? Mm, I did like The Last Crusade a lot. It's probably between The Last Crusade and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Not Temple of Doom? No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Temple of Doom was good, but it didn't really like the whole, you know, Kali Ma stuff. And it, it didn't really like, yeah, you know, this is the thing, the thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is kind of a thing. It's but Temple of Doom had, I guess, I just hold the iconic. Indiana Jones scene. Not all of them, because like the the whole shoot the guy with a whip. That's from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Man. That's that's like one of the the guy that um you know the guys he he wants to show down with Indy, and he's doing like all this fancy stuff with like a, a saber. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. And he just takes the gun and shoots him and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. I think, but the the number one iconic scene is the running away from the boulder. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's not uh Raiders of the Lost Ark. See, see, this is what I always say. I'm I'm the one I'll remember <laughs> all the intricate stuff, but then not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so Raiders okay, so I take it back. I take it back. Not Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh and then what else? So we have the whole all the the trilogy. Cause I mean, did you ever see the newest Indiana Jones Crystal Skull? You saw With Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I did. You it did. was awful. You did. I watched it on an airplane because <laughs> there was nothing else on. That one I never saw. And it was a wonderfully long flight across mm-hmm. the Atlantic. Nice. Yeah. So that's nice. It. Another uh, WPIX movie that 
again, a recurring theme on this podcast is my my being scared of everything as a kid. Uh, so it took me a long time to watch it the first time, but Total Recall. Why did Total Recall frighten you? <laughs> it was didn't somebody's head get gnashed open or something? There there was some guts and stuff. Yeah, there you go. Ugly things in Total Recall. Some mutants. The funny face shit. I'm telling you, I can't do the funny. I can't do the funny face. <laughs> and then uh, homegirl with with three boobs. Well, yeah, but that wasn't on. That wasn't. They would not show it on. Top right. Of it. No, that, that was, that was that, a cutaway. That was on the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else uh, do we have? Well, yeah, I saw Gremlins on the uh, WPIX. Yes, both of them. Yes, because that see that was the thing. It was like whatever the big '80s movie was. Just like now, it's you know, you know, HBO is going to get the big one. It was WPIX. Like they had the Gremlins, both of them, which I was mad they never did another one because I did enjoy the Gremlins films. I feel like they have their place in. Cinema history. Absolutely. Uh, there talks of another one coming out. Um, but who knows? It always talks. But uh, Gremlins and there was another. Oh, the Bill and Ted movies. Yes. You can always find, which they're definitely doing a, a follow up to Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure and, and bogus journey. Yes. That one, the bogus journey is the one where they went to hell, right? That's when they are dealing with the Grim Reaper. Yes. Yes. And there was a there was a major scene that I don't know if it really made it to television where it was like wasn't it something like this alien? There was like twin aliens and then they fused into like some not, not that I remember sack or something like that. I, I honestly don't remember any ball sacks, but if uh, we're wrong about the ball sacks, yeah. <laughs> please let us know in the comments. I, I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, actually, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Bogus Journey in a while. I have seen, I've rewatched Excellent Adventure recently because right. uh, I've been catching up my girlfriend on American pop culture things. <laughs> and then what else? We got um, George Carlin. Yes. Who is definitely missed, and that's why I'm not excited. Like I'm excited for another Bill and Ted movie because real fast, cool, right? You're, you're you're introducing it to a whole new generation, but there's no Rufus. There's no Rufus, or they'll get someone to play Rufus, and yeah. that that might be upsetting. We'll yeah, because the the George Carlin snark. So who could replace Rufus? Who 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 could be in the echelon of a George Carlin? Because George Carlin was definitely not PC, which uh, is oddly enough. Because my first childhood young person memory of George Carlin is Mr. Conductor on Shining Time Station. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, Mr. Conductor, it's cool. Right. And so then on Shining Time Station, and then I, first time I got a whiff of his comedy, I was like, holy crap! <laughs> right. <laughs> right. My father, my father, that was my father's favorite um, comedian, George Garland. And who was like that? Um, that damn. Uh, oh my God, Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. Oh, <laughs> Bob Saget. Bob's friggin' Saget. Yes, like his his comedy. When I was introduced to his comedy, post or uh, in the midst of <laughs> the Full House run, it was just like wait. Who America's dad <laughs> says, says all these potty words? <laughs> Bob Saget. But okay, so who who now 
could you see stepping in the shoes of a Rufus? I think they should just bring in another character or have them some other target. Because like, and also because like the new Bill and Ted, they're already older, and Rufus was always like that mentor kind of role, kind of guiding them. Mm-hmm. So they could just they could just probably say, "Hey, yo, give Rufus a send off, give a big props to George." And then have them do something a little different. I'd actually probably prefer that. But who could you see up in the echelon of like a mentor in the in the vein of a Rufus? Not like, you know, recasting them, but in that vein. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking, well, what if they just brought in Morpheus? <laughs> but no, let me stop. <laughs> no, no, hell no. Uh, I'm kidding. I'll take that back, everyone. That slips out. Um, I don't know. Alec Baldwin keeps popping to mind for some reason. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like, cause he, cause he, he, he's that form of like he could be jaded when he wants to, and he really doesn't give a shit. Uh, I wouldn't say a, what do you call it, uh, a Sam Jackson, just because they cast him in that role for everything. Well, what if? Because, like, remember, like, the other Bill and Ted's, they, when they actually visited the future world and they had, like, the whole council and everything. So what if we get to that where that's actually in fruition? Mm-hmm. Right, because it's all these decades later, right? Right. Oh, that'll be dope. And then you just get all those pop culture faces thrown through there. Hmm. I don't know. Leave in the comments. Let us know what you think. Yeah, Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions. <laughs> the new mentor. Uh, and then what else? So Batman, the Batman, at least the first two, the Burton ones. Actually, I, I the picks didn't break me in on it. I actually managed to talk my dad into taking me to see the Batman in the theaters. Oh, wow. He, he, he watched it before I did, though, because that was his thing. Was Which it? one? Both of them? Or? The Burton films, yeah. I don't remember. I feel like I definitely... I don't remember seeing the first one because I don't think I really had an interest in it at the time. The first one in the theaters. The first one I definitely saw on WPIX um, and on VHS. But the second one I definitely saw in the theaters. And remember there was that whole controversy because then they have like Ice-T. Ice-T did a track for it. I don't think it was his cop killer track, but he did a track for it originally. And it was a big controversy. And I think they either took it out of the movie. The first Batman? The second one. Second Batman. Yeah, Batman Returns. Uh, Dre's looking. He's on the Google searching because uh, Robbie will just throw out facts and it'll be a... I know uh, Prince did the soundtrack for the first one. For the first one, yes. Yeah, flash out to Prince. Yes. With that, that soundtrack was amazing. Um, but There was some controversy with the second one. Uh, our fact, our fact finder, Andre Irvin, will look that one up <laughs> as I go through some more. Uh, so we got, oh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, they played the hell out of on WPX. I, didn't, I never watched WPX on the, oh, sorry, Blade Runner on, on the picks. No? The first time I saw Blade Runner, I actually bought it on, on the DVD. It was like my college years by that time. Really? Yeah. I, I Honestly, like. I, I, like if it popped up on TV, like it's not gonna something that'll immediately grab you, especially like a very true as a youngin. But totally awesome film, nevertheless. And I'm nothing's popping up with Ice T and Batman. I mean, Nothing. So my my fat checking was wrong yet again. <laughs> Look up controversy and controversy and Ice T. No controversy and Batman Returns. Maybe Ice T. 
was it Ice Cube? It was something with some gangsters. It was something in particular with the music and the the end credits that there was a big controversy. Um, but what else? So I'm looking at my list of WPIX movies. Oh, Dick Tracy. Yeah. Dick Tracy, I remember seeing in theaters though, but that was a big one that popped up all the time. Um, and what else? So WPIX was just a uh, well. WPIX was was actually who broke me in on uh, King Kong and Godzilla because they because remember they used to, from time to time they do like a whole whole like large monster run. You're right around like Halloween, right? They were so like they they would have the King Kong and Godzilla movies, and they would do King Kong versus Godzilla because I would because I remember like as a kid I used to jump around on my bed screaming and <laughs> making noises. Like I was smashing buildings. Oh God! So, what's your favorite uh, <laughs> Godzilla story? I, actually, I don't have one. I just enjoy, honestly, like when I was younger, I just enjoyed <laughs> the destruction, running <laughs> 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 around, running around, smashing things, crushing a tank, and you know, spinning the atomic breath. <laughs> so, so, as long as that was happening, I was happy. <laughs> yeah, so there wasn't really any particular favorite. So we definitely have to do an episode on guilty pleasures because one of my favorite, I don't even call it a guilty pleasure, but I know I'm like one out of everybody in the world. One of my favorite action movies was the Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick. Nope. (laughs) And we've had this discussion plenty of times. I don't know. I think I got caught up in the marketing for that. Now, that was definitely a WPIX movie um, that got shown a lot. It definitely did have an awesome marketing campaign. I, I I will give it that, you know. That one, the size, I mean, the size does matter, right? That one, and maybe I got caught up in that. Um, but and then Puffy Diddy had that song "Come With Me." Remember? Yes, he was rock and rolling. And who yeah. was the Who was the rock? Who was the um? The, was it Slash? It was somebody? No, no, no. Shoot, his name's on the tip of my tongue. Who played the guitar? And then um, one of the OGs too. Not from Pearl Jam, from um, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, which was his name? Well, the the, the song was a, a Led Come Zeppelin remake, right. remake of, of a Led Zeppelin track. And then was it the same guitarist? Tom Morello. No, somebody else. No, it was somebody else. Oh my God, it's right. Something Page. I can't. Jimmy remember. Page. Jimmy Page. I know. See, I, Tom Morello is a producer. Pardon me. There you go. And Jimmy Page was on it. Um, so, yeah, the soundtrack was dope. Um, Green Day had a dope remix, a Godzilla remix of this. The song Brain Stew. The whole, the whole, that was one of those first movies, I think, that had, like, not first, but just the marketing campaign outdid the movie. Um, even though I enjoyed the movie. Uh, then the cartoon I think was a follow up to the movie, but I didn't really get into the cartoon. But the cartoon uh, wasn't horrible. It wasn't great either, but it wasn't. It horrible. wasn't bad. Yeah, it was. It, it it actually had some interesting points to it as well. But no, the movie stunk. <laughs> I love that movie, son. And so growing up in New York, you know, because they market everything to us, just it's in your face everywhere in New York. Uh, one of the things was the what is it the bigger than what was it 
Size doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. So on the side of the buses, it would be like Godzilla's tail is what three of these buses. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It got and like even at high school, his footprint was the size of da 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 da, (laughs) and you can swim across it. Right, (laughs) and then then even our, our train station under high school, I remember they had the whole wall was like Godzilla stuff. So I was excited to see the movie. I enjoyed it. I could still sit down now and still be entertained. But I guess uh what is it? Uh Matthew Broderick action star ain't really his. I don't is it, Matthew Broderick wasn't even the biggest problem with that for me. Like the it was just like so much why going on. Like why why is <laughs> why is Godzilla laying its own eggs? Yeah. It's just, just why? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, then, and then a whole crap with him getting caught on the bridge and just just why? There's a lot of why. <laughs> so, okay, so I cannot find this controversy with Batman Returns. There was a controversy with Batman Returns. But yeah, Cop Killer, that's what it was. It was, uh, they had the inclusion of this song by Ice-T called Cop Killer. Uh, and I believe it was supposed to run along the the end credits of the movie and so there was controversy and I can't remember if they changed the last minute or what but it was big controversy around that so that's the the Batman 1992 Batman Returns controversy I was talking about but um <clears throat> what else so yeah Godzilla uh what else is on this list it's a whole bunch of stuff Dick Tracy Dick Tracy was wild to me because Dick Tracy Tracy, Tracy. <laughs> I loved it when it came out. I remember me and my boy Doug, his pops took us to see it. They had a big marketing campaign with um with McDonald's and everything. Um and I didn't really I guess as a kid you like it because you know the flashy colors, the set and the third. And then in college I rewatched it and it was like, yo, this is really a dope movie just like with the the casting and everything you know the costumes and I didn't realize it won a few um Oscars it won it won a, a few Oscars again here I go dropping <laughs> well, then, well like first of all it's like like the cast you had like uh, Al Pacino's in there you had Madonna Warren Beatty Dennis Dick Van Dyke Dick Van Dyke was in it. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke was the DA. Oh, okay. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman was Mumbles, right? Yeah. (laughs) Jimmy Kahn. Jimmy Kahn, yes. So it was like a, it was a really. Jimmy Kahn was who? The Hammerhead dude? Flat Top? Spaldolini. Saw Spaldoni, pardon me. Spaldoni. Uh, Yeah, no, this is quite a, quite a, really versatile, very cast. Warren Beatty directed it and starred in it. And uh, you got Danny Elfman did all uh, all the music for it, so that was a. Not only was it a dope movie, it, it was shit. It was cast right, you know. Um, but that used to show on what's the name all the damn time <laughs> on um, WPIX yeah. all the time. And now three Oscars: best original song, best makeup, and best art direction. Yeah, and I mean it deserved it too. But it was a dope movie, and like, oh yeah, Madonna. We was she was the bad guy then. Breathless Mahoney. <laughs> Who? She played Breathless Mahoney. That's that was her. Was that pre? That was her singer name, or was that her behind the mask? I don't remember. 
They got Judge Dredd up here. No, forget about Judge Dredd. Demolition Man used to play. Yes. WPAX. Simon Phoenix. All the damn time with the early um, Sandra Bullock in it. Yes. She was the, le- uh, the lover, the love interest. That wasn't her first movie, was it? I don't think so. Gotta look that up. Um, that, what else? Wildcats. Remember Wildcats? I did not see Wildcats. Never saw Wildcats. Wildcats mm. was awesome. I, I was always a big Goldie Hawn fan. Funny enough, it came, it popped up in that recent, um, and the fact that it was even referenced was a big deal to me because I just didn't know it was on that many people's ra- uh, radar. Um, that Seth Meyers sketch about the white saviors. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious, that sketch. For anyone that needs a good joke in regards to this whole Green Book uh, shenanigans, pull up Seth Meyers' White Saviors on YouTube. Yes, that was hilarious. So, yeah, they mentioned that. They gave it a shout-out. I mean, in a, in a negative way, but it was a shout-out nonetheless. Oh, another one that just popped up here is, which, you know, people clown. There's another one I get clowned for. But I still stand by it. I've never been a big Rocky fan. The Rocky flicks. Rocky's Rocky's a great story. Uh, it, it got a little ridiculous at some point, you know, especially with that whole Tommy the Machine Gun stuff. Now, which one was that? Uh, that's Rocky Twelve. <laughs> it feels like 12 <laughs> Nah it's um, It was after the whole showdown With uh, Dolph Lundgren So yeah the Rocky 1 and 2 with Apollo Creed Rocky 3 with Mr. T Dolph Lundgren was number 4 Rocky 5 Tommy the Machine Gun I didn't even know it went up that high But yes But uh, The Rocky movies You can see those Like all the time On WPIX uh, My godmother loved All of those So we would have to sit around And watch that all day Oh Paul Hogan Crocodile Dundee. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Who has actually popped up recently in a Super Bowl ad, but promoting Australia. Eh. Yeah. Let's not a knife. <laughs> that, that was my best uh, Australian impression. <laughs> and who played the son? Was it Danny McBride actually played the son? Yes, yeah, Danny McBride. Yeah. And then uh oh, here's another one. I know this oh well, a few of yours. Um the one I was going to say, I'm going to say that after, but Cobra, do you remember Cobra? Yes. Cobra. Cobra. Uh, with Sylvester Stallone, who <laughs> he he actually picked up that role after turning down Beverly Hills Cop, by the way, for those that don't know. Really? He was supposed to, he was supposed to be Beverly Hills Cop. And then Axel? He, went, he was supposed to be. I don't, I don't know if they were going to call him Axel Foley at the time, but he was going to be, it was, he was really, they were really gunning him to do, down to do Beverly Hills Cop. And he turned it down to do Cobra because he he said he basically blew off the, the the script. Wow! And then they went with Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy like exploded. But yeah, so wait, wait, Eddie Murphy blew off Ghostbusters to do that. <laughs> you remember? Hey, because that's why. Uh, and Ghostbusters, another one that popped up on WPIX all the time, and uh, aided in my Ghostbusters uh, fixation. But uh, Eddie Murphy was supposed to play the black one, uh, Winston, Winston, uh, which went to Ernie Hudson. But that's why Ernie Hudson shows up later in the film, because uh, Eddie Murphy was cast in it and uh, then got the Beverly Hills cop. So he went to Beverly Hills cop 
And then they had to scramble and get Ernie Hudson. And then uh, same type of deal with Bill Murray, uh, because it was supposed to be for Belushi. Mm. That was supposed to be Belushi's role, but uh, he passed away, unfortunately. And so they cast Bill Murray. Um, But go back to what you were going to say about Cobra. So, yeah, the movie Cobra, it's it's a dope movie for the wrong reasons. It's (laughs) completely, completely cheesy. And it is actually spoofed in SpongeBob SquarePants at some point when, uh, really? um, with the whole matchstick in the mouth and stepping out of the car with the with the boots <laughs> on. Uh, but Cobra is about uh, Sylvester Stallone playing a, a cop who's a bit of a hard ass and uh, kind of likes to do things his own way. But he gets his guy, so you know. So like one of the first scenes in the movie is like, hey, you know, there's a hostage situation, and this guy's like, you know, threatening these hostages' lives, and the the police show up and he's like we gotta call the cobra <laughs> and he comes up in his, his it looks like a hoopty but it's actually pretty well decked out he's a 1950s old classic car that he drives around <laughs> and you know still on doing his best acting possible nice nice another one these are like these are Dre movies that I distinctly remember in high school hearing you going on about but uh I don't think I I, I can't I remember the commercials more than I remember the actual movies. So here's a few. Death Wish. Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. I, I actually did not really get into Death Wish until I got older. I watched them. I just, like, honestly, when I was a kid, Charles Bronson just looked ridiculous to me. <laughs> I was like, I don't believe this. Like, me, like, a little nine, ten years old, I was like, this dude looks ridiculous. Who's this cornball with the mustache? Old man. <laughs> <laughs> He's old man, beating the hell out of everybody and shooting people in the face. I just, I couldn't get into it. And I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he goes another one. First Blood. Rambo? Yes. I dug Rambo. That was all over WVX. And, and actually, I want I dug Rambo because I played the video games first. <laughs> yes, I remember that. The arcade game, too. That yeah. was a dope one. Yeah, so the video games, I was in the video games. It's like, oh, there's a movie? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo was all over WVX. Robocop. Uh, Robocop Robocop's another one On my I, I can't remember What scene it was But scared the shit Out of me um, Oh with the whole His transformation Or Wasn't it something With some we, meatballs Or something Are, like you, are you thinking about when they, when they When they were at the factory And the guy's face Was melting That There was a few There was a few I think who Who was in charge Of the makeup And the the robotics in that movie is somewhat a big name. Hey, Robocop used a few things. They had robotics, they had makeup, they also had some stop motion because uh, Ed, yes. Ed 209, the robotic uh, villain of Robocop, yes. was uh, he was done with stop motion, a mix of stop motion and some uh, puppet, puppeteering. Right. So, yeah, um, Robocop was, a, was one that you saw on there a lot. And um, your boy Snake Plissken. Escape from New York. Escape from New York. Kurt How Russell. many of them did they make? That's a, that's a two. You had Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. They're trying to redo another one. I really don't want to see it happen, but mm-hmm. we'll find out. Because sometimes the remakes do surprise you and make you happy. But that's another fantastic bit of work by Mr. John Carpenter. Right. And then um, that he influenced who? Video game. Solid Snake. Solid Snake. Metal Gear Solid Boy. Which they are trying to turn out a movie for as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyone that loves the whole Metal Gear series and Snake's penchant for smoking cigarettes and his gruff voice and the headbands. <laughs> Snake Plissken right there. Right. Um, and then two more that I could think of on the comedy front. Um, that damn Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, three, actually. Now that I think about it, three. Beetlejuice. Um, police Academy. Oh, sh- you know, I was a Police Academy fan, too. I was a huge Police Academy fan. They would go on the marathons of that. It would be like, that would be a weekly thing, too, where it would be like one through, however, all week, back to back, every night, it was another one. I, I, used, to, I used to try to copy some of those voices by my... My good man over there. <laughs> I was like, how does he? Look? He does all that with his mouth. Oh, I can get it. I could do it too with practice. <laughs> I could be a siren. <laughs> <laughs> He's making machine gun noises. Mahoney. Uh, <laughs> Bobcat Goldie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and um, so Little Shop of Horrors pops to mind, but that's not the one I was going to say. Uh, another one used to scare the crap out of me, but come on, a giant talking damn plant. Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he a Temptation? No. The guy who played his voice? No? Why am I not got some Temptation? I don't think so, no. Maybe the singing voice? I remember him saying, Tough Titty. And I was like, <laughs> when I, me hearing that when I was a kid, I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> you can say that yeah, on television. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then uh, Beetlejuice. Yes. Beetlejuice was a staple of WPIX. Good old Tim Burton. Uh, and well, who else was in Beetlejuice? Winona Ryder. I was about to say Tashina Arnold, but that's Little Alex, Shop, Alex little Baldwin. Shop Horrors. Yes. Alec Baldwin played the father. He wasn't even badass Alec Baldwin either. He was, he, was so gentle. he was so gentle. He was a gentle soul. Right. For all we know. At least that's what he put on screen. Right. Um, and uh, who else can you think of? What other movies can you think of? Uh, how do we, how do from we, the picks? Yeah, from the picks. How do we let this one go? Well, you know, they because they, the, the, one of the good things that was good about it is like, there was no real overarching theme. They really just played whatever they could get their hands on. Mm. It's like, oh, we got, we got this, and then they, then from there they were like maybe packaged. Like, say, remember because they used to have um, Shocktober. That's right. They used to have Shocktober every that's October, right. and it was like a whole month, and they would just run horror films. And that's like a precursor to AMC's. Uh, their their what is it that they the horror fest. I don't, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's My, the it's a precursor to what they do every October. Fright, not fright fest. That's that's great adventures. Um, yes, they do something like that. Um, but yeah, that was a precursor to that. And then um, of course, I looked it up since we've been going. It wasn't uh, the Temptations. It was Levi Stubbs of the Four Tops played the voice of. The plant in Little Shop of Horrors. I knew it was a Motown dude. I knew it was a Motown dude. Um, he was a mean green mother from out of space, <laughs> and he was bad. There you go. Mean green bad. There you go. Oh, and Rick Moranis. That he he was the eighties, right? Yes, yeah, Seymour so, <laughs> Crowborn. Yes. Uh, and then um, who was it? my father? Couldn't stand him, but um, the badass, the Steve Martin. Steve Martin. 
My dad could not stand Steve Martin. Why did your dad hate Steve Martin? My dad, his comedy was spitting. And evidently that was for a long time. That was one of <laughs> Steve Martin's go-to things. So my father just couldn't stand him. And so anything with Steve Martin, my father would turn off real quick. So I think that's a, between that and just being scared of stuff, I think I, I canceled Little Shop of Horrors for a while. But then I finally watched it later in life. Um, but no, yeah, WPIX, I think especially growing up in New York, uh, was definitely a staple uh, in the lives of a lot of youth and kids coming up and especially people, just cinephiles and people who like movies and people who to get access to those uh, those 80s movies that, you know, you probably weren't old enough to go see in the theater because they were two hard R's for that time. But uh Yeah, like the Phantasm. Right, the Phantasm, all of those, uh the horror movie. I mean they just had everything. And so this is uh, you know, our love and our send up for WPIX, we miss you. Uh <laughs> don't know what you're doing now. Don't know what you're doing now. But well, no, they got they got the arrowverse now, right? They got the arrow okay. Arrowverse. Arrowverse, uh the DC shows. I haven't gotten into the DC shows like that. Um, I'm still a Marvel guy all the way with the the television stuff, even though, you know, love it, hate it, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but we're digressing. But WPIX, you know, WPIX, it, even though the call letters are still there, it's not what it was. What it, um, you know, it went into becoming the, the, the WB network, and they did their thing with it, and uh, it's now the CW in New York, but uh, WPIX, you know, it it did. Oh, I think we'll top it off with this movie because this is one of those movies that they always, always, always show on WPIX, no matter how much the world hated it. I loved it. A lot of us loved it because of WPIX. So if, there, if there's one movie, I think that that encapsulates what WPIX did for young people and movies it was they introduced a gang of us to Howard the Duck <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true right this is true Howard the Duck I I, I personally think who had a cameo in uh, Guardians in Guardians of the Galaxy right but we talking about the movie because that was that that was like Marvel's first movie movie right because I feel like all the other Marvel movies that kind of came out weren't like theatrical releases yeah they had like a bunch of TV movies they had yeah. like, a, they had like a, a Hulk movie from back in the 70s right. or early, early 80s with uh, and they called him David Banner at the time right with Just, Bill Bixby yes and then I, I know there was like a, a Fantastic Four did it ever get released? That didn't. That did not. That get never released. Got released no. right? they, they buried it, and people <laughs> with their internet savvy and determination un- uncovered it. Right, rolled it out. Was there a Spider Man? No. A Spider Man TV no. show, live action TV. No, it was just a cartoon. No, it was just, they just had the tune, yeah. Spider Man, Spider. Right. Okay. So yeah. So their first for foray, and you know, you guys could check us on this. Um, but it was. It was Howard the Duck. And I think for anybody who loves Howard the Duck, it was definitely off the strength of its resurgence as a cult classic. 
And I would venture to say that WPIX was most definitely <laughs> the big catalyst for making Howard the Duck the the cult classic darling that it is. And I use darling loosely. <laughs> oh, and another fun fact. The Guardians of the Galaxy movie dropped on the anniversary of Howard the Duck. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, it dropped on the, the anniversary of Howard the Duck. So, so this is us signing off, sending our love to the WPIX that was. We thank you wherever you are, WPIX and the WPIX heaven. <laughs> television. <laughs> Tele- 80s, 90s television heaven. Thank you, UTV station that changed it to something else. <laughs> And we're out. So uh, I'm Rob Holly. You can catch me on the socials. Uh, Rob, R-O-B, the word at A-T, Grave, G-R-A-V-E, Shift, S-H-I-F-T. So that's Rob at Grave Shift. And I am on the Twitter and on the Instagram. And... And you can find my Twitter, Dre, as in Andre, because that'd be my name. Uh, D-R-E at spelled out A-T Grave Shift on the Twitters there you go so hit us up let us know what we were wrong on what you disagree on so we can go back and forth with you and tell you how you were wrong and we're always right (laughs) (laughs) signing off peace